You are listening to another Always Moto production. The Always Moto Podcast with your host, David Hogan. This show contains information about injuries to riders competing in AMA Supercross, AMA Motocross, MXGP, Ozpro MX, and other international moto events. The information discussed may be unsettling to some listeners. It might be incomplete or based on medical opinions due to riders tending to hide the details of their injuries. We are here to explain the information and increase injury understanding and visibility for the fans. There might be coarse language and the odd stuff up along the way. If any of this offends you, turn us off right now. Moto fans, I'm not a doctor, but I am a physiotherapist, and this is episode 25 of the Always Moto podcast. As always, I'm your host, David Hogan. Thanks for joining me. Welcome to the emergency department. We'll be going through the injuries and all things that happen injuries in moto because hashtag injuries are a part of moto. It's just a factor of life. Unfortunately, it's the game we play. This week on the show, we will be covering the injuries from the first three rounds of the AMA Outdoors. A little chat about electric dirt bikes and the Stark Varg. I'm still coming down from that high. Uh, Along with an update on the Always Moto Fantasy League over on Pulp MX Fantasy. Unfortunately, no guest interview this week. Uh, We are trying to line somebody up for our next show, so stay tuned for that. Uh, We'll have somebody joining us to talk injuries and how things are going from our next show. Now, on that, we're going to have a bit of a gap here, obviously with the... Uh, break in the schedule for the AMA, uh, but we'll fill that with a different podcast that we've recorded and we'll allude to that a little bit later on. So we've got another big show for episode 25 coming for, coming towards you guys uh, and girls. It should be a good one, so stick around and stay tuned. As always, this show is brought to you by me. I'm Always Moto. It's brought to you by me. It's my little fantasy and hobby to do this thing here, uh, and we're, we're putting this show out just to be uh, different and show you some information that you might not get from all the other media outlets. So keep checking us out, guys and girls. But if you can support us, that would be fantastic. And I mean that in the best possible way. You can support us by buying some of our merch that's available to support the show. We have some Always Moto t-shirts. They're available now. Um, They are $25 Australian plus postage and handling. Uh, They're a black t-shirt. They've got the Always Always Moto logo front and center. Uh, And so we want you to be rocking those shirts to support the podcast when you go to the track uh, and you've got them out there to get some other people interested in the show, hopefully. So to get one of those, uh, to purchase one of those uh, shirts from us, email me at alwaysmoto2019 at gmail.com. Put t-shirt order in the subject line. Send your your shirt size. Who the shirt size? Send us your. Oh God, I stuffed it again. Send your t-shirt size through in that email, uh, and we will send you an email about payment, which will be through PayPal, uh, and we'll organise delivery and address and all that sort of stuff. 
So please get in there and support the show. Buy a t-shirt. It helps us immensely. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to jump straight into the injuries uh, from the first three rounds of the AMA motocross. Hey, I'm Luke Neese, riding for the SGB Honda team, and you're listening to the Always Moto podcast. All right, guys and girls, let's get into those injuries here on the Always Moto podcast. Uh, we're going to jump into a little bit of talk about a couple of people that are out and about and back and sort of all around the place. So let's quickly touch on a couple of these riders. Uh, Jeremy Martin, uh, he is obviously still out and he will be out for all of outdoors. Uh, he's had that repair to his shoulder. Uh, and he's just taking that extra time to make sure that it's all well and good. He obviously been carrying that for a while since that Supercross uh, at Orlando 2 last year, so 2021. Uh, and he hasn't really recovered from that at any point. He also had that scaphoid injury in there as well at the end of last year that needed work as well. So he's had a bit of a rough trot. Uh, but he's actually taking the time. Now, given that he signed that Club MX de- 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 deal, uh, he won't probably be back on that Star Racing Yamaha anytime this season. I dare say he's just going to take the opportunity to get fit and healthy, which is probably a good thing for Jeremy, given all those other issues too. Like obviously, if you remember a few years back, he's had that big back injury uh, that kept him out for quite a long time. So the extra recovery time at this point for Jeremy is probably not a bad thing. Adam Cincerullo, uh, he's just still on his recovery from his ACL injury that happened in early Supercross. Uh, he's about three or four months down the track, uh, listening to some interviews on some other platforms that he's done just recently. Sounds like he's doing okay. He's going to be aiming to be back on the bike uh, probably in the next four weeks, which would be a good start for him. Uh, but he's obviously going to just take his time. He also is not rushing back and won't be for outdoors at all this year in 2022. But he would be aiming to be in full swing, ready to go for Supercross prep for 2023 in about that October-November time window there. So he's on track for that, so things are looking okay for him. Uh, Malcolm Stewart, no news. Um, Unfortunately, his knee injury that he had at the end of Supercross there, there is no news for that, uh, other than that we don't think that he's had surgery, but we don't really know for sure. Uh, We will find out more when everybody else does, when that's probably a release around when he's coming back to race. I'm hopeful that there will be something from him that says that he's back for maybe the last couple of outdoors because this would have been the first year that he's done outdoors. He's got a deal for Husky to do them. Uh, Just unfortunately, that injury is probably going to keep him out of the majority of the year, uh, which which sucks. So ideally, we'll see him back in the saddle in outdoors at at worst later in the year. Um, Sorry, at best later in the year. At worst, um, it'll be 2023 but no real news on what the injury was and how long that recovery would take. So can't, we're just speculating at this point on Malcolm Stewart's injury. Uh, another one, Cooper Webb. Um, so Cooper Webb's took the out for outdoors, needed some extra recovery time. I initially thought that there was going to be some work done for him with his shoulder. Maybe he's just done some rehab in the background. Maybe he just needed a mental break. Who knows? Uh, but he's out and about at some local tracks, it seems, doing some racing with uh, Chad Reed. Uh, which is kind of cool, but uh, he's definitely taken the out and he'll be getting prepped and ready, getting the body back to ready to go for a 2023 Supercross attack. Um, for all we know, there might be a um, you know World Supercross couple of rounds in there for him. Who knows? But uh, at this stage, nothing's mentioned on that side of things. There's also been no announcement in terms of like a KTM or a Husky or a Gas Gas team for that World Supercross thing as yet. So we'll have to wait and see if that actually comes to to fruition this year or maybe that's down the track for him in the next few years who knows 
Uh, and the other one we want to touch on at this point, Aaron Plessing, Plessinger. Uh, he is obviously back on the bike for the outdoors, but he missed the majority of Supercross with that arm fracture. Uh, it seems like he's having a bit of trouble getting back up to speed. Maybe he wasn't quite prepared or wasn't quite ready to be back on the bike when he needed to be back on the bike. Uh, and that's been seen in his results probably since then. It might be a fitness thing. There might be still some lingering issues in terms of range of motion and strength that he just doesn't quite have yet to push the pace. Um, but hopefully over the next four weeks, he's got a break coming up next week and then there's a midsection of this um, series. It'll have a few more ruts and softer soils. Maybe that's where he starts building up. Um, but hopefully by those last sort of five rounds of the series, we'll start to see the real Aaron Plessinger that was out and about on track last year who was pushing podiums and... And, you know, potentially wins. He was doing quite well last year on that star racing Yamaha. But uh, this year on the Red Bull KTM, it hasn't gone well with that injury that happened real early in Supercross. Uh, lastly, let's touch on Austin Faulkner. Now, Austin Faulkner has gone out for the Supercross. Uh, he has gone out with a labral injury. Um, we've spoke to a few people on the team, and he's had been carrying that injury for a little while now. Um, and that's the update that Austin put out on his Instagram as well. Um, it happened before season. He then re-aggravated with that crash with Jet in Supercross. Uh, he's then also aggravated it during the week, practicing between the first two rounds there in outdoors. So he's gone out to get that repaired and fixed up. But interestingly, this week on his story on Instagram, uh, there was some surgical wounds that weren't on his shoulder. Uh, he was getting. He's obviously had some extra work done. Uh, there was a wound on his wrist. There was a wound on both inside and outside of his forearm. So I'm not sure exactly what he's had done there, whether that's like a removal of some previous plates and pins that might be in there, whether he's had another injury that he's been carrying during the year that we haven't known about and he's had that repaired. Um, look, he's basically using this time to the best of his ability to make sure that his body's healthy, which is great. Hopefully he's solved those issues, whatever they were. Hopefully we can find out some more information on those things shortly. Those things I only saw uh, yesterday, today uh, on his story. So we'll try to reach out to him and get some more info. But he's just using that time to recover well. So hopefully for Austin, 2023 can be the year that he stays healthy and gets through both seasons as in Supercross and outdoors without too many hiccups. All right, let's get to that injury list. So obviously there's still a few, fair few people out from uh, Supercross um, that will be making their recovery returns in the near future. One of those is uh, Jet Reynolds. One of those is Dylan Swartz on that Barak Suzuki. Another one will be Phil Nicoletti um, on that Club MX Yamaha and also Enzo Lopes on the Club MX Yamaha. Both those guys I'd expect to see around about round six or so, um, but we'll have to wait and see. Now, from the start of the season, obviously, we had Dylan Ferrandes. He's gone out with that thumb injury uh, with that ulnar collateral ligament that needed repair. There is potential that he'll be back before in the last sort of three or four rounds. Uh, it's highly likely that he takes that chance to just um, start working on Supercross. Uh, we'll have to wait and see if he does want to try and run that number one plate at all this year because uh, he's probably not going to get a chance to at this rate. We'll just have to see. Cameron McAdoo, no news further on his broken sternum from round one at Parlour. Likely that he will be a six-week recovery, putting him as a return somewhere around that round six, seven. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how that goes as well. Obviously, we just spoke about Austin Faulkner out for the season. Brandon Shah, 
Um, number 91 on that Club MX Yamaha. Now, he's an interesting topic. We're hoping to try and reach out to him to get him on the podcast soon. He might be our interview that's up next. We'll have to wait and see on the next uh, episode. But uh, he is obviously the Club MX trainer that uh, is being a part-time racer at the moment. Uh, and he had a bit of a crash at Parlour. He ended up with some compression fractures in his mid-thoracic vertebrae, uh, and he didn't realize what it was, uh, tried to race Hangtown, couldn't get through the um, initial qualifying sections of the day, got it checked out, found out those fractures were there, uh, and he's obviously out now for at least six to eight weeks while those repair. Luckily for those thoracic uh, thoracic vertebrae, they're supported really nicely with all the muscles of the back and all the rib cage attachments from the ribs, those thoracic vertebrae get a lot of stability there. So hopefully those will heal nicely. Uh, it's just got to be time for them and no, you know, no progressing on the loading and twisting exercises through the thoracic vertebrae uh, and he will be recovered just fine. But not sure what his plans will be. He may just sit out the rest of this season to make sure he's fit and healthy and concentrate on the training aspect for the rest of the Club MX riders. He might get really fit and healthy really quickly and decide to come back for the last few rounds. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. We'll maybe, like I said, we'll get to talk to Brandon uh, for the next episode. We'll, we'll find out a bit more if we do. RJ Hampshire. Um, we spoke to him, uh, some text messages via Instagram. RJ confirmed that he did get that laceration to his lung. He got a wooden stake right through the rib cage. Uh, would not have been pleasant. Uh, if anyone saw the pictures he put up on his Instagram story, it looked pretty nasty. But he luckily didn't collapse the lung. He just managed to bruise it and and, and put a cut on, obviously, on the skin and, and a few layers of the muscle and whatnot below that. But he's hoping to be able to re- do a quick return. Now, that might be this weekend at High Point. Uh, if, he's, if it's not, he's got the week off, then the weekend after, he'll definitely be back for round five. Nate Thrasher, um, last round crash at Thunder Valley. Um, he had that uh, incident with Seth Hamaker. And basically, we've been able to check in with a 250 team manager over there at Star Racing. Uh, and Jensen has said to us that uh, Nate was riding midweek, uh, just tested out, and he expects that he'll be good for Saturday. So hopefully that means there's only just some you know bruising and some just some pain from, from hitting the ground, maybe a bone bruise. Uh, hopefully it's just some soft tissue damage in terms of bruising um, to the you know the deltoid muscle area there when he's hit the deck. Hopefully that's it. Hopefully he's good to go. You know, maybe a painkiller, maybe a pain painkilling injection. Uh, get him out there, keep him going, and then he'll have the week off to recover and be good to go again. But we'll see how he goes from a fantasy point of view. If you're playing in Always Moto um, in the Always Moto League, maybe not picking Nate Thrasher this week. Benny Bloss, we've also checked in with Benny. He didn't finish in those races at round, at Thunder Valley either. Uh, he's tweaked his knee, but Benny tells us that it isn't too bad. He was also riding this week. He's going to see if he can handle the race. He's going to basically be on the line there. So I expect him to be going, but I don't know how well that will be um, and if he's fully fit by that point. But again, with a week off afterwards, hopefully a bit more rehab and a bit more time off. He should be good to go. So again, for another fantasy point of view, I wouldn't be sticking around on Benny Bloss uh, at this week. Maybe save him for the week after if he's on your list because he did get some pretty good uh, qualifying times there at Thunder Valley before he injured himself in that in that race, uh, which sucked for him. Jalik Swole, what a rough uh, sort of start to the season. He had that shoulder injury early. Uh, he managed to get back for Hangtown, then faded off in Ramp Moto 2 there. 
Um, but round three at Thunder Valley, he's managed to have a concussion. So he's on protocol for this week. Um, not sure if he's going to be back. It all depends on him passing that on Saturday morning. Uh, so ideally, he'll be on the line, but we'll have to wait and see how that goes. All right, guys and girls, that's the list for heading into round four at High Point. Um, hopefully, all these guys are you know, working their way back to full fitness um, and can be on the line, um, particularly those what, last three there, Jalik, Benny, and Nate. They're looking to be on the line, but we'll have to wait and see what happens on the day. Also, all three of them are probably will be hanging. I would not be hanging around for... Um, uh, always moto fantasy league if you're picking on pulp mx there all right guys and girls let's take a quick break hey this is Caden Amrine riding for monster energy luke soil ktm team tether racing and you're listening to the always moto podcast all right guys and girls we're back on the always moto podcast episode 25 thanks for sticking around uh, this week's going to be a bit of a short show obviously with no interview to, to fill out the time on this podcast uh, but hopefully you got a bit of information uh, on the injuries for this week uh, heading into round four there at high point uh, so quick chat um, i'm still coming down off the high from the stark varg introduction there a few weeks ago and obviously once all that embargo lifted last week you guys have probably been inundated with stark varg content but I wanted to just drop in another couple of comments on it. I'm still blown away by that trip and that bike. I've been having a lasting impression of that bike is on me. Uh, still can't believe how fast that damn thing was, how responsive the throttle was, and how connected the bike was with the with the track. It's uh, something super impressive, and look, it's something that's obviously coming technology-wise. Uh, it's all just a case of, you know, over the next sort of two to three years, I think the face of motocross is going to change massively. It's going to go from a very loud event to a very quiet event. Um, and also having a lot of different aspects in terms of speed, guys are going to have to learn new skills on the bikes and also going to have to deal with maybe potentially different injuries because we're going to be going at a different rate. We're going to have different aspects of crashes. Um, there's going to be all sorts of different things that this switch, much like when two-stroke to four-stroke with this one going to electric, we're going to have a lot of things that come up that we possibly hadn't thought of before. And it might mean a lead to some different track designs and stuff like that as well. So super impressed by the Stark Varg. Um, and it, like I said, it's it's left its mark on me and I can't wait to have another go on something like it or on it again. And like I said in past episodes on the particular Stark Varg episode, I was shocked by it. Uh, and as soon as there's a registered version for the Australian market, um, I think I'll be grabbing something along those lines. But so yes, the Varg has broken the ground, uh, but there are people following. And one such company is one that we've had a bit of a chat to. It's Flux Performance. And luckily enough for us, we're going to have on our next podcast, which will fill our gap next week while there's no racing. We're going to have a chat with uh, the founder of Flux Performance, and that's Mark, Marco Yukota. Um, he spends about an hour with us and he's going to talk to us about the flux and all things electric dirt bikes. So watch out for that podcast next week in the break in the AMA schedule. Let's jump into some fantasy talk now, guys and girls. Obviously, all you guys playing, guys and girls playing the Always Moto Fantasy League over there on Pulp MX. Uh, thank you for joining us. Remembering we've got all those wonderful prizes that have come on board for this motocross season from Coastal MX, uh, Coastal Motorcycle Center, I should say. Uh, from Goat Brand MX and from False Neutral. Um, we're going to have round six is going to be our first round where we have an individual prize for the round winner. 
So keep an eye out for that, guys. Maybe reconsider your teams in round five um, that make you an opportunity to win the round for round six. So you get that uh, little bump in in uh, the prize from Coastal Motorcycle Center. You're going to get a gift card from them. Keep in mind with all of this, guys, all of the postage and stuff, if you're an international player, the postage and handling is unfortunately on you. If you're an Australian citizen, not so bad. It'll be probably, it'll be covered. Um, but from the, from our international players, you'll still get that uh, that value in the store credit. Um, and it's then up to you guys to um, make that purchase smart to keep the cost of the postage and stuff um, that you will be covering down. Uh, obviously, don't be buying tires or something. It'll probably cost too much to get them shipped. But anyway, so heading into... Uh, the round four with uh, fantasy, um, it's amazing. But three laps down, Clinton Fowler, the stats man, he's leading our comp at the moment. He's on 13, 1,368 points. Um, he did, no offense, Clinton, you did shocking in uh, Supercross, but now you're killing it in the outdoors. So maybe that's uh, just having a bit more time, not being there at the, at the tracks every week, um, helping you out a bit there, mate. And then we've got GMC 230 running in second, only a few points behind. He's in. He's on 1,347. Our new joiner to the to the league. We've got Digit 975, which is Cody Piscatelli. He's on 1330, uh, running in third. And then somehow, somehow, after my round win the other week, uh, I'm sitting in fourth place on 1,294, which I'm quite happy about because I'm in front of uh, TJ Racing for the Sun from uh, Moto X Pod Show. He's running in six. I've got a bit of a gap on him. I've got about well, 50-odd points. He's on 12, 12.39. Uh, so I'm pretty stoked with that and quite happy that we're uh, you know, we're in the top four, which is amazing considering uh, how shitty I did in the uh, Supercross League. So that's a good thing that we're finally coming around on that. All right. That's our fantasy talk. So remember, with each week, we want you... Uh, sharing your team, tagging the supporters, so Coastal Motorcycle Center, GoBrand MX, False Neutral Industries, tagging them in your post, getting that support of the, uh, getting the, those sponsors some exposure, uh, and showing the league off so we can get some more players, and then we can hopefully get some more prizes uh, over the next uh, comps for something for Supercross for next year. Now remember, you can still get your mates to join. The league is open for that. Uh, the password is injury in all lowercase. Um, so share it. Get your teams uh, in for this week. Uh, the handicaps are live uh, and look forward to playing in the, the smack talk that comes afterwards when somebody beats somebody else or somebody's team falls over in a heap because of a whole bunch of DNFs. It's all part of the fun, people. Chill out. It's just fantasy. <laughs> all right, guys and girls, like I said, this was going to be a short show. Uh, it's been an awesome show, but a short show. Uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget to send us your t-shirt order so you can support the show. That's to our email, alwaysmoto2019 at gmail.com. Follow us on the social media sites to keep up to date with all things injury in moto. Um, search Always Moto in your favorite uh social media app and then subscribe make sure you subscribe to this podcast feed and if your podcast app allows leave us a rating uh, it helps us get boosted up on those uh, rankings in the podcasts um, you know suggested feeds uh, so it does us a favor if you can do those things so by all means subscribe follow leave us a rating all that stuff helps us out for massively but that's it for another show guys and girls thanks for joining us um remember be smooth to be fast because if you're not i will probably be seeing you right here in the emergency department on the always moto podcast thanks for listening